everyone who was um, alive uh, at the time of 9-11 has a story about that day. Um, so it's it, it, I think everybody comes into the theater with a real personal relationship to that story. Um, and everybody has just been through this extraordinary shutdown of the world. And it's amazing to tell a story that's about how we take care of each other, how kindness and generosity are going to be the way um, we're going to heal and get through this together. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Pop Culture Planet, a video podcast centered around diverse voices and representation in Hollywood. I'm your host, Kristen Maldonado, a TV and film critic, content creator, and champion for inclusion. And today we're speaking with the cast and crew of the stage-recorded Broadway musical Come From Away, making its way to Apple TV+. This musical follows the true story of what transpired when 38 planes were ordered to land unexpectedly in the small town of Gander, Newfoundland during 9-11. The characters in this musical are based on real Gander residents and some of the 7,000 stranded travelers they helped. It comes out just as we hit the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and tells a story of coming together during difficult times, which we all can completely understand in the times we're in right now. What, like, inspired you to tell this story that I feel like not so many people know um, around 9-11. We were living in New York on 9-11. My cousin was in the towers, but fortunately got out. Um, And so uh, our experience there was seeing our neighbors, our community. Uh, We we actually lived in a residence for international graduate students. So there was people from 110 countries around the world and they would knock on our door and they would come over and take care of us. And we saw people donate to blood banks. We saw theater come back together. And so our experience of seeing all this kindness in response to that, uh, once we heard the story of what happened in Gander, it really resonated with us. And we applied for a Canadian um, a grant from the Canadian government, and we went out there on the 10th anniversary and met a million people, you know, all, not, only, not only locals, but come from a ways who were returning to reunite with their lifelong friends. And we interviewed everyone we could, and every story was better than the next one. And we just couldn't wait to tell them all. The stories that you're telling, are they actual like stories that you you heard from specific people or is it kind of like you you put a little bit of a spin on them and they're different imaginings of things there's no spin there is some amalgamation sometimes uh because it is it's not a documentary it's a piece of theater but at the same time the true magic of the story what's truly wondrous about it is that it is all true and so if we've been seeing somebody too much on at one part of the show or you know we have uh, actors play multiple characters and if they would end up talking to themselves we may have had to sort of massage things to fit coming out of somebody else's mouth but uh, as much as possible we have people saying the things that they actually said to us about their time uh, in the interviews um you know i mean there's there's one inter- instance that's a bit of a fantasy sequence clearly that did not happen but if you had been with me around the room hearing those women talk about this moment uh i think you probably know what i'm talking about i don't want to you know spoil it but uh you would have you'd have seen where my mind went with that for yeah. sure it's yeah. been incredible over and over seeing the actual real people that we interviewed come to the show and see it. And and if you wait for the credits uh, in this live capture, you get to see the actual pictures of the people. And they've been to see the show. You know, uh, Captain Beverly Bass has been there. I, we've lost count, but it's close to 200 times. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And so do you, you guys came together, like you said, on, on the 10th anniversary of 9-11 to learn about this story and ultimately tell it. And now... 
you know, on the 20th anniversary, it's basically being able to be brought into people's homes during a time that is, you know, very difficult as well. Um, what What is that like for you guys? There's a gentleman that we stayed with in Newfoundland and uh, he he was um, a self-professed professed psychic. And uh, <laughs> we he said, we said, he said, you know, this show is going to be really big. And we said, Oh, like Broadway, and he was like, "No bigger." So um, I guess he was right. It's kind of, it's it's kind of amazing. Yeah, we, we and we never expected this. No. You know, when we first started writing this, we thought Canadian high schools would maybe be forced to do it as some sort of history project. You know, but what we've seen over and over again is that this is a story about a day that we were all in the same boat together. That we were all going through something together. We all wanted to help but we all felt helpless. We all wanted to reach out to one another and it overcame all of our differences. And time and again, since then, you know, uh, the daily tragedies that we've seen in our newsfeed, this story has helped us remember that uh, people are good in the world, that there's still hope, that there's people trying to help and there's more helpers than there are people trying to hurt. And so I think I think because of that, the show continues to resonate. And especially now during a pandemic, when we need community more than ever, it feels important to tell stories like this. I feel like we've been seeing so much incredible theater through a screen this year, since we haven't been able to see it on Broadway, which is which is so exciting. And I know that this was originally, you know, come from a way you were going to be directing uh, a film adaptation, and then that kind of pivoted towards bringing the stage, you know, adaptation to life. What what was that like? So I have been lucky enough this year to actually shoot two of my Broadway shows, um, both this and Diana, which comes out a little later in the year on Netflix, and. Uh, I feel so lucky um, to be able to bring both of these shows to a, a wider audience and also to um, to bring the, what the camera can do is bring you right into the life of the actor, right, right into their faces. And you can see nuance and detail of what they're doing, which is incredibly exciting. I'm also a, 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 a film buff from way back. My father was a film professor when I grew up. Uh, so uh, the, the ability to capture what's great about theater and also um, lean into all of the tools that a film gives you. Uh, the places you can put a camera that an audience will never see uh, is a real gift. So what was the process? Did you have to you know, film things multiple times? We had four days of shooting, and um, so we shot a lot of the kind of details of the, um, of, of the show in the first three days. And then on the final day, um, we brought an audience in and um, ran the entire show with an audience there um, with 10 cameras so we had a wealth of different um, angles to choose from and the emotion of having the first audience back at a broadway show was almost impossible to describe it was unlike anything i've experienced you also you know we're talking about uh diana and the musical that that you also filmed so what was it like um kind of bringing like what was the difference in bringing those two different musicals to life for for viewers on screen? Diana was filmed without an audience. We filmed it about six months earlier in the pandemic before it was possible to bring an audience back into a theater. And that was an incredible um, feature of shooting Come From Away because the entire show really speaks to an audience. There's, there's a lot of direct address. The audience laughter and uh, applause is a real big part of the the rhythm of everything. It was fantastic to be able to have that audience and also emotional to be back with an audience for the first time. Um, was very privileged to work with um, Tobias Schleisler, the um, cinematographer um, who um, has such a wealth of experience in how the camera can move 
and the subtleties of light on the human face. And um, this, this is a really a show about 12 extraordinary transformative performances where 12 people um, tell the story of thousands. Um, so the camera's ability to come in and really capture and, um, and um, feel the details um, with the cast was extraordinary. I want to start off um, with you, Caesar, um, because I found your role, well, I mean, you guys are all playing so many incredible roles, but your role of Ali I thought was really fascinating, especially as a, a Latino man taking on this this role, because um, I just remember as a Latina back, back in the day when 9-11 was going on, I was also kind of targeted a lot during that time. Um, and so I was just wondering what it was like for you to take on that role and if you ever have had experiences like that. Absolutely, it's been the, one of the honors of my life to take on this role. And I agree with you during 9-11, uh, myself and my family uh, experienced everything you could imagine from being pulled aside at airports to uh, being singled out throughout communities. Uh, we even experienced it, funny enough, on our way to Gander. I was pulled aside at the airport. On the way returning from Gander, I was pulled aside in an airport, and uh, all of my luggage was searched. Um, so I had a deep connection of being the other well, when I was able to take on this role. Um, I, it's something that, I'll, that I think each of us has uh, a different understanding about it. Um, but it, it's certainly layered uh, throughout the story. I definitely connected with that. And, um, you know, Sharon, uh, what I love about, about your role of Diane is that, like, you know, during this difficult time, your character is able to, you know, connect with all these people and sort of, like, find love through all of this kind of, um, you know, I guess you could say trauma or, or devastation going on. Um, could you talk about what it was like taking on the, the role of Diane? It was fun. I and you know sometimes there'll be people in the audience who are really choked up and you could see they're really moved and and I always feel like I want to come out and say um it's okay I'm back. <laughs> We're going to just have a moment of levity for just a second and just you know we'll do like the rom-com version of come from away for just a second. So uh it's I enjoy that. I enjoy being the playing that part um, and knowing that that's what I get to bring to the story and understanding what my job is in the many fibers of this story that we're telling. I want to start off with Q. Um, you know, Hannah really goes on such an emotional journey trying to find her son in the show. And I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people were dealing with at that time. So can you talk about what it was like taking on that experience? Yeah, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. And I think that um, it's all about the timing, um, specifically for this show, this time in my life, this time in our world. I was here for September 11th. And so I did not know anyone specifically, um, but just being in just being here and the load and the um the emotion that occurred during that time and also seeing the community um come together at at that time was really was really something else um but playing the role of hannah you know representing new york representing firefighters you know it's it was it was tricky because i wanted to portray this role i wanted to do my best and our director did not want us to imitate. And it would be difficult for me to imitate because we are very, very different. She's a small, um, 
Irish woman, um, but we, I believe we share the same essence. And I'm only saying this about um, being here on September 11th because I know how that day felt. I know how that day felt. And when I got cast in the show, I was not a mother, um, but being in the show for so long, I am now a mother. And so going back into the role for the movie as a mother really uh, put my feet in the ground. It like gave me, being a mother gave me deeper roots. Um, and I did have a sort of understanding, you know, of what Hannah was going through. We've suffered through loss. People have suffered through loss. So I was able to grab a hold of loss. But having actually a son looking for, son longing for, um, n not knowing where your son is, I was really able to grab a hold of that deeper for this for this film version of the show um so it means a great deal to be telling her story at this time in our in our world and joel uh for you um i'd love to hear you know what it's like to bring this show into people's homes now for the 20th anniversary of 9-11 the thing that we experience on the stage each night from audiences is extremely gratifying and we know from years and years of, of audiences' uh, responses, whether it's sobs or laughter or belly laughs or uh, gasps or, or you know, just huge ovations, that it's a story that reaches people's hearts in a powerful way. And to be able to uh, share this with a much larger audience, uh, an audience that goes to over 100 countries, is sort of mind-blowing for all of us, and uh, we're all very excited about that. Everyone who was um, alive uh, at the time of 9-11 has a story about that day. Um, so it's, it, it, I think everybody comes into the theater with a real personal relationship to that story, um, and everybody has just been through this extraordinary shutdown of the world together. So I think both moments share um, a real um, conflict and trauma and separation and, and sense of aloneness. And it's amazing to tell a story that's about how we take care of each other, how kindness and generosity are going to be the way um, we're going to heal and get through this together. If you're interested in following the podcast, you can follow me pretty much everywhere at Kmaldo or the show at Pop Cult Planet. You can also find information on our guests below as well. Support the podcast with your very own Pop Culture Planet merch at teespring.com slash stores slash Kmaldo. And you can catch new episodes every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. EST on YouTube or your favorite podcast listening platforms. If you enjoy the episodes, consider subscribing so you know when a new one is posted. Rate and review it and share it with your fellow pop culture lovers. Thanks for listening. It's been a blast and I'll talk to you next week.